Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting-edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just the Tips. This is your host, James P. Friel. I am thrilled that you guys are here with us today. We've got an awesome show lined up for you called Standing on the Shoulders of Giants. We're going to explain what that means in just a minute. But I see him saddling, uh, actually just tying his horse off, coming into the studio. Please give your warm welcome to the one, the only bearded wonder from the United Kingdom, Mr. Dean Holland. <laughs> there we go all right you're here i rode into the studio a little quickly there it seemed yeah you can't give me a heart attack like that i was like where is he where is that man you know, oh, great I was... to be back my friend how are you excellent uh and contemplating at some point doing your trumpet fanfare intro with a real trumpet right i mean i mean people probably wouldn't be too surprised to learn that that would be something we we possibly do yeah yeah, I think it would be I think it's necessary just to like level up the showmanship. Right. And you know, let people know that we're really serious about what we're doing here. Oh yeah, of course. This is one of the most perfectly executed shows that exists online today. One of that's a strange <laughs> strange phrase for you to use when it is the most perfectly executed show that exists. Um <laughs> I gotta be honest. I'm happy that we did the intro. I feel like we could call this show a wrap. I'm yeah, done. that's it. I think most people only tune in for that anyway, don't they? That's the best piece. It is. <laughs> Arguably the best intro in the world today. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. So uh, so we actually, you and I started talking about what, uh, what we wanted to bring to the show today. And believe it or not, I think some people think we just make this up as we go. We actually do put a little bit of planning into this. Of course. I didn't say a lot of planning, but enough. <laughs> <laughs> and um and one of the things as we sort of at least here uh here in the US we're approaching the Thanksgiving holiday and you know it's a time for gratitude it's a time to reflect you know be you know kind of be looking at well like what you know what what worked this last year what worked in uh you know previous years and so you and I started talking about what would be really cool and I think one of the number one things that I'm consistently grateful for, and I and I want to hear your take on this, is the people, the mentors, the books, the coaches, the events, like the co peers, the what? The co-hosts. The yeah, the mentors, the books, the people. Um, <laughs> like <laughs> all the things that have like made such an impact on me and my journey, because number Number one thing that you've got to learn as an entrepreneur, um, I mean, really in, in any area of your life, but I feel like it's so magnified as an entrepreneur is you never, ever complete the journey by yourself, right? right? There's, there's always somebody else. There's always many other people. And so we titled this show Standing on the Shoulders of Giants because we thought today would be cool to kind of mention a few people that have been really instrumental in our journeys, helping shape us into who, uh, the, the, the scoundrels that we've become, <laughs> but, uh, but have also helped with 
you know, the mindset and the tools and the skill set and the perspective and all these different things. And, um, you know, just, just sort of wanted to give value today, but also acknowledge those people. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, obviously you and I speak, oops, whoop, there we go. You and I speaking before the show, I know, you know, our intention today is we are actually going to be, you know, actually telling people who has directly helped us. And I know there's going to be a, you know, I know from my side, I've, I've learned from a tremendous amount of people, but one of the things that I think would be great to just kind of start off by acknowledging and sharing here is, is the lesson of how impactful it is to actually learn from somebody else, to, to yeah. have a mentor, to be a part of a community like that, a mastermind coaching, mentoring, and have somebody, you know, a giant effectively to stand on the shoulders of, to guide you. Because I, um, I think even that subject matter alone, I mean, I know a lot of, you know, a lot of people tuning into this, they will have had mentors now. They know the benefits of that. But I think there's equally going to be a lot of people that actually put off moving forwards into something like that. Because, you know, depending on the, the level you're at or where you're looking to go, what you need to learn and who you need to get access to or exposure to, you know, you could be talking significant investments to do this. You know, I know you and I have both been part of things that I'm sure we'll discuss today that are multi-five figure investments. We're not talking, mm -hmm. you know, pennies on the dollar here. And I think that in itself, the concept of that can be so daunting or intimidating or scary to people. I know the first time, for example, you know, I faced joining a high-end mastermind and it was in the region of $25,000 a year, something like that. And I remember actually firstly walking away from it. You know, I, I got the invitation to join, had a call, knew it was on, knew what was on offer, even felt like it would help me. Yeah. And then I actually walked away and said, I need to think about this. And the more I walked away for a long time, I persuaded myself that, you know, that money would be better off spent on advertising. That money would be better off spent on this or on that. Or what if, you know, I was starting to compare with other things. I thought, oh my gosh, the, the only time I've ever spent money like that in one go would be to put a down payment on my home. Right. And I started comparing all these things and thinking, I, I can't justify this. This doesn't make sense. And my first real experience of how that was so wrong was about three months later where not only had my business not grown, I'd had gone backwards. And it was at that point, having, having wasted another several months, that I then went back and actually paid the money and joined. And I lost that time and I lost that ability to growth. You, you, know, you talked to me previously about cost of opportunity, the yeah. opportunity cost in not making decisions. And I think that would be the first thing that I just really want to say here is that I don't think there's been anything at all as impactful and beneficial to me in my life and business than putting myself in those positions of getting access to the right people at the right time that have the right information to help me. Well, I think you, you hit on a, you hit on a really good point there. And I, I, I try, I try. <laughs> yeah. Well done. You can, you can rest easy now. Your contribution is complete. Um, you know, the, the slow, the slow way to get a result is to try and figure everything out on your own. Mm. And the much faster way to get a result is to find somebody who already has the result and have them help you get that result. Right. right. Yeah. And, and I think that there's, uh, I'm actually reading a book now. I'll, I'm going to see if I can get them on the show um, by a guy named uh, uh, Ben Hardy. And he collaborated with Dan Sullivan on this book called uh, right. Who Not How. And okay. he said, you know, most of most times when you can't figure something out, you're like, okay, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? How am I going to do this? And, um, you know, in their premises, instead of asking, how am I going to do this? Ask who 
is going to do this? Who is going to help me? Who already knows how to do this? And I feel like that's, um, that's a really nice, mm. tight, succinct way of, uh, kind of summarizing what you're talking about. And, and you, you don't like, if you have to accumulate every single bit of knowledge that you need to be successful, you're going to hope you, you're going to need to live like at least a dozen lifetimes in order right. to be able to do that. <laughs> right. And, and, and time, time presents this, uh, this constraint that's very real. Mm. And so you say, all right, well, what's the fastest way for me to get the result possible? And so instead of focusing on, I got to do everything myself, you start looking at, well, how can I accelerate this? And I, you remember that movie, uh, the matrix, you know, with, yeah. uh, with Keanu Reeves, the, the thing that I equate that to remember, like he would like sit in that chair and then they'd like plug that thing into the back oh, of yeah. his head yeah. and immediately he'd like have access to this new skill set. Right. I feel like people, people are like, Oh my God, it would be amazing to be able to learn stuff that fast. And it would be, but it's not possible in that way. But the way that it is possible is that you tap into somebody who already has that skill set. Right. Right. Yeah. That's a great and way then, of looking at it. And then you're just like, ah, oh, like, there we go. Now I got it. But you don't have to get everything for yourself. You just have to find the people who have that stuff. And so I think what you're talking about here is, you know, people have, you really have two choices. You know, you could, you can get the results by taking your time or you can get the results by spending money or finding the people who already have that and going deep with them. And it's, yeah. and it's infinitely faster to do it that way. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And the way I, I, I often look at it in this way as well, because, because I think there's, there's so many negatives to trying to go it alone. I, I often look at it like this, because I think people could visualize the pain that this would take. If I, let's imagine I live in the UK. If I wanted to come over to America, how do I get there? I spend some money, I get on a plane and fly. And within eight hours, I've landed in the US and I'm there. Yeah. I might be a bit tired, but I'm pretty much feeling okay. I'm well-traveled. Everything's good. Now, it's not impossible for me to make my own way there without a plane. It's not impossible. I'm, I don't know how at this stage, but you get what I'm saying. Right. Like, I could maybe take, you know, get a canoe. I could run much of it. I could get in a car. I could do this. And I'm, it's going to take me a lot longer. And I'm probably going to be a lot more beat up by the time I arrive. You know, I might have busted knees, busted ankles, like everything will be in pain. And I still would have done it. Don't get me wrong. And yeah, some people might wear that like a badge of honor. But in terms of business, I think it'd be the most stupidest thing in the world to go into it and, and wear a badge of honor that, yeah, I went through this alone. I was stubborn. I figured this all out on my own. And some people do. And I, and I, I see that as such a huge, huge mistake to make. I think it is a mistake. It was, it's almost like, you know, you talked about, uh, you know, figuring out coming over here with a canoe or something, which, you know, on a, on a side note, I would love to see you rowing across the Atlantic in a canoe, just the visual of that with like your horse and the trumpet and everything makes me laugh. But, um, look at it a different way. What if you said, all right, in order for me to get, you know, somewhere, you know, to the U S or the UK or whatever, I have to first learn how to build a plane. Yes. Right. And I, right. I have to go through all of the stuff of the last 110 years since man flight has been available. And I need to start from scratch and I needed like learn how to do that. Okay. Like I'm going to do all these experiments and I'm going to, you know, try like putting wings on. I'm going to try this. And then finally we're going to build a plane, but it's not, it's going to crash. 
and then this <laughs> and then that. And it's like, oh my God, like if you think about what would it take for you to successfully make a transatlantic flight today without the assistance of somebody who's already gone through all the work to build the plane, somebody who already knows how to fly the plane and do it safely and all these different things, you'd spend more than your entire lifespan trying to make that happen. And, right. and yet for results that are, you know, like, uh, more meaningful, you could argue people, people are like, okay, I gotta, I gotta figure out how to do all this on my own. Like that's the only way. <laughs> and it's not the only way at all. In fact, it is the slow way. And I'm mm. going to say something that maybe will offend people. I think it's also the stupid way. Oh, I, I, I think I feel a bit offended. I was, you were the one I was trying to offend. Actually. I apologize <laughs> to everybody else, but you no apology. <laughs> um, you know, because, because it's like, well, if I could ju just like, no, nobody would say, oh yeah, Dean, way to go. Like go figure out man flight and build a plane. And then in a hundred years, you're going to be able to fly to the States. Everyone would look at you and what would they say? That guy is stupid. <laughs> Right. Right. Like, him some help. <laughs> every, yeah. Get have his head examined. Like, why, why is this mother effer trying to like figure out how to build a plane when he could just go to the airport and pay for a plane ticket? Yeah. Right. But, but, but then you turn to business and people say, No, I'm not gonna need a mentor. I'm gonna figure this out on my own. I'm gonna yeah. learn my own way. And people almost want a pat on the back for that. No, it's equally as insane. It is. And you should have your head examined. If you, and I'm not, and you know what, maybe you're not at a place where you can spend, you know, 25,000 or whatever, like you were talking right. about with some of these masterminds, but you, one of the, so one of the things that I firmly believe is you should hire the best help that you can currently afford. Yes. Always. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad you threw that in as well. Cause I do think, you know, you can almost hear the objections of the audience when we were yeah. talking about this and, oh, well, that's good for you guys. You know, I'm glad you've got. 25k 50k to throw in in a mastermind and i'm here and i can't do that you know so i'm i'm really glad you brought that up because there was a point in time i'm sure both you james i know i can speak for myself on this there's no way i could have joined at that level of high-end mastermind back in the beginning but guess what i could do i could muster together a thousand dollars to join a six-week coaching call yeah. that really helped me learn the next steps sure it yep. might not have been the person that's making 10 million a year online but it's somebody that was doing a lot better than i was that right. I felt would guide me. And that's what it was for. It was those next steps. And today we sit here in a different situation. So yeah, what a great thing you added in. I, I will commend you on that, James. This is like, we're obviously like getting to a new level in this co-hosting relationship. It's this gratitude theme. I don't know what's going on for a brief moment there. I actually did like you. I know. I know. It, emotion it, came over. And then reality washed it away. <laughs> right. Thankfully. But, uh, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's one of the key points that we want to make here is you know just don't let don't let the ideal and the perf the idea of perfection of like okay i'm going to go it alone until i can spend you know whatever the number is for you it doesn't even matter what matters is that you are constantly seeking out people who have a, a piece of the puzzle figured out that you're looking to try and get and just for the love of god go pay them to tell you what to do yeah. Right. We yeah. pay, you know, same thing that like in, uh, in the medical world, nobody tries to go and operate on their own leg. 
<laughs> I, I mean, I tried once. Right, right. A lot of tequila that had happened that day, but uh... and now you have one leg, right? So you know that's that's a that's a uh, a good case study and why what not to do. But the horse isn't by choice, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's from a silly amputee that mistake that you made. But but right, everybody's like, okay, I need a doctor. I'm gonna go pay the doctor. I'm not going to go and, you know, figure out how to get a medical degree so that by the time, you know, all this happens, like, all right, oh, I figured it all out myself. Like we, we, we need like, and this is, this is uncomfortable for some people, um, to, to get. And I think it was uncomfortable for me too, because I, I'm generally a very independent person and also a nonconformist. So like you bring, you bring those two things together. Like I'm the last person who's going and asking, asking for help. But just just the pure common sense of it mm. is what eventually I was just like, all right, that guy is doing awesome, and I want to know what he knows. Right. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And and here's here's the funny thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna just rewind right to the very beginning of my journey and just demonstrate where that self limiting belief around the concept of getting help or investing in the right level of help. Um, we're, we're having a bad mindset around this gets you. So I first began in 2004 and I very much had the mindset and admittedly, you know, I'm not making excuses, but a lot of products and things that you see online do make quite outlandish claims. Yeah. And if you consume a lot of that stuff, you would naturally begin to believe that, yeah, you can get rich on the internet and it's not that difficult. It's not that hard. You don't need to spend that much money or do any of this type of type of stuff that we're talking about. And, you know, back then I would still see opportunities to get mentors and coaches, maybe $2,000, $5,000 to get a real high level of help, if I recall. But I used to look at that as like, that's so outrageous. Why would anybody do that when you can get all these courses for $37, $57, $100? And so having a bad mindset around investing in the right level of help, I thought I'm going to go, I, I don't need that level of help. I can figure this out with these courses. Well, four years went by and I actually ended up spending across multiple credit cards and loans. I'd spent over $60,000 on products and courses. Wow. And isn't the irony that going it alone was far more expensive, not just with time, but with money as well, because that's where people generally have the objection a lot of times is the financial input of getting a good level of help. But if you keep going alone and throwing bits of money here, there and everywhere, what you will often find is years later, sure, you might have learned a ton of stuff and maybe you have figured it out. But what was the cost? What was the true cost? You know, for me, four years and over $60,000 when I could have had the right help on day one for maybe a couple of thousand, 5,000. Yeah. So you got to, you got to be very serious about this stuff. It's not just nice to have this. We're talking about a subject here that I feel is so critical, so critical that anybody that doesn't take this in and really make something positive happen because of what we're talking about here. I think, I think unfortunately we're going to have to start having a, a stupid bucket and we're just mm. going to have to like just sweep everybody off yeah. to the side into said said category yeah and the only way out is to like start thinking smarter <laughs> otherwise you're going to be trapped in the stupid bucket <laughs> nobody and if we have any listeners left maybe we should dive in <laughs> yeah that's right yeah no i think uh i think that's right and you know the other the other piece of this for me is it's also a lot more fun when you're when you're on the journey with people. Right. Yes. You know, I think, you know, you're, you're kind of like, all right, cool. Like I see what other people are doing and, 
And it's, it's easy to feel isolated and alone as an entrepreneur. You know, you're by nature, not the person who wanted to fit in, in some other company. Right. Right. So you're like, yeah. okay, well, I'm going to go out on my own. And then you go out on your own, like, wait a second. Like what happened to all the people? Like, where <laughs> are they? Right. Am I crazy? Yeah. Like, am I on this journey by myself? And you are in a sense on that journey by yourself, but you also don't have to be alone while you're on that journey by yourself. And I think that's another, another really important thing about, you know, getting involved with a coach or a mentor or a group or mastermind, or, you know, going to events, like mm. all these different things. I think it becomes, at least for me, a lot more fun to experience the journey with other people. And, yeah. and, and, you know, you're, we're all going to have days where we don't want to do what we're supposed to do. Oh, of course. Right. Yeah. Every single one of us. And I mean, look, at, look at me every week for three years, I've turned upon this damn thing. <laughs> Not once have I liked you or enjoyed it. And yet here you are. That just shows the like the discipline. Exactly. The intestinal fortitude. <laughs> Naivety. The, the stupidity <laughs> of, of, of continuing to plug away. But but like we all have these days where it's just like, oh man, you know what? I don't want to. And if you don't have somebody in your corner, you don't have people who are you know surrounding you and all that other stuff, it becomes easy to skip what you're supposed to do that day. It becomes yeah easy to skip that week and weeks turn to months. And then next thing you know, you're like, I'm in the exact same place right now as I was this time last year, this time, two years ago, you know, wherever it is. But if you're surrounded by people who are like pushing you in mm -hmm. a very helpful and healthy way and helping you see more possibility than you see for yourself and shining a light on the pathway to get there, it just becomes harder to fail. Yeah. Right. right. It's not, it's not that anything, any of these things that we're talking about guarantee success, but they do make it harder to fail. Yeah. And, and in a uh, counterintuitive way of looking at things, I think that's one of the things that I look at is like, okay, there's no guarantee of winning, but what's going to make it more likely that I don't lose. Yeah. Stacking the odds in your favor. Yeah. That's Rob, what, and that's what this is about. Right. And the more you keep stacking those odds, you know, the greater the chances of actually finally getting what you want. Exactly. Exactly. Look at any, uh, look at any sports, you know, you know, it, it's always argued that the right person in your corner in a, when you're a boxer can make all the difference. The right, the right coach at the side of the basketball court can make or break a team. Like, why is that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's people people who see more for you than you see for yourself. And as much as I think, you know, uh, programs and courses and trainings are good. You don't have that element mm. of somebody seeing more for you than you see for yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And, yeah. uh, you know, and I think that's so, I think that's so important and to minimize that or trivialize the impact that that has is, is really uh it it takes away a lot of the secret sauce of what everybody who's been incredibly successful will ever say. Yeah. You know, I um I'm thinking about a book uh I think uh Tim Ferriss wrote it called Tools of the Titans. It's oh, yeah. this it's this like like this thick it just like 
big, it's you know, it is a weapon. If I were homeless, I could carve out the pages and live inside of this book. That's how big it is. Okay. It's really a big book. But I think um, there was a, either a chapter in there or he wrote the forward. I don't remember, but Arnold Schwarzenegger was, uh, was wrote something inside of that book. And, and he said that, you know, most people come to me and say, wow, you know, you're, you're so amazing. You're this self-made man. And, and he just looks at me. He's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> he's like, I'm not self-made at all. He's like, I, I did the work. Yes. But to say that I'm self-made, like, like negates all of the help, all of the people, all of the like mentors and coaches and like everything else that helped me become who I am. Right. And, and I think that, you know, you got a guy like him, you know, <laughs> incredibly successful in the world of bodybuilding first, then acting and, you know, media and Hollywood, and mm -hmm. then even in politics. And for like him to like, you know, have this like hat trick of different <laughs> industries where he was a freaking Titan to say, well, I wasn't self-made. Like what, what does that leave you thinking about you? <laughs> that I can do it on my own. I'm going to do it on my own. You know what? I'm going to build the plane and fly across the Atlantic all on my own on my 267th birthday. <laughs> By the time I figure that shit out. And guess what? You'll still be flying over me in my canoe. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I'll still be flying over you in your canoe. So so that's like, you know, the sort of the, I think the the backdrop, I do think we want to talk about some specifics. Exactly. Yeah. Today, um, I've got a few and, and I, and I am, I'll admit I'm somewhat reluctant to name names here, not because I don't want to give these people credit, but because I there have been so many other people that right. I'm probably not going to remember right now. And despite the fact that I only have one feeling, I will feel bad for forgetting people who have helped me. <laughs> that individual feeling will come under tremendous strain. It's like all I got, like it's going to be stressed. So, so I don't know. Do you want to share, uh, share somebody who, or some, some program or coaching resource that has been that you would say like, you know, 10 years in, to being an entrepreneur, which is what it is for me. And I can't remember exactly what it is for you. I think you guys, you, uh, start a little bit before me, but, um, um yeah, I was, uh, 2004, I first started looking into things, but that was, that was me then making every mistake of, I'm going to go at this alone. You know, I can pick up a $27 ebook and I'm going to crack this whole code and business is going to be great very quickly. Um, but like I say, for me, it was four years of going that, that path, you know, and I think, um, you know, I think I think you're absolutely right in terms of the names, but I think everyone would understand here that we're just going to kind of pinpoint not not perhaps we're not we're not going to be able to talk about everybody that's helped us. You know, I, I would I would go as far as to say, you know, the friendships and people that have been formed because of being in certain masterminds have had tremendous impact on me. You, you and I only know each other and have formed this friendship and relationship. Yeah that spans way beyond just business because of us both being in a mastermind. And, you know, I would count you as a mentor to me in so many respects. And so we can't possibly name everybody. So, but I do think that there has been pivotal points probably in both of our lives of, of real highlight moments that, you know, we can look at those and say, if that didn't happen, it probably would have changed the trajectory of where I would have gone. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm going to, I could go all the way back to early stages and, and tell you about, um, 
the first ever person that actually did help me and change, change the trajectory of my life, my life forever was a guy called Alex Jeffries. And I actually went to an internet marketing event towards the end of 2008. So this is after four years of failing. And I kind of, there was this internet marketing seminar in London. It was what I would put into the category of like a pitch fest type seminar now. You know, it wasn't yeah. a valuable event as such, but being at that event actually changed my life and changed the course of my life forever. I would go there and I was, just to, just to paint the picture for everybody, I was at a point there where I only had enough money to go to that event. I was going to be there for two days. I was living on the water and biscuits, like the little snacks that were in the room. That's, wow. that's the situation I was in at that stage. I went, I've still got a photograph of it to this day. I was wearing, I was working at a construction company at that stage. And I was actually wearing my work uniform at that event because I couldn't even afford clothes. Wow. So this is the, this is the situation I was in. I was sort and of I, hoping you would say, you were saying, you were going to say you were wearing like those like MC hammer, like parachute <laughs> pants. Cause for some reason that would have made the picture better in my mind, but carry, I mean, I, carry will on. Still, I will still on horseback at this time <laughs> yeah <laughs> drinking tea but um i say that because again what we've just touched on there i know an objection sometimes for people to get the level of help they need to whatever is within the degree of their affordability that's the situation i was in when faced with my first real chance to get some help i'd met a guy at that event he was an affiliate marketer who was doing very successful i was actually following him online i was on his email list even bought some of his ebooks and courses and about within about a few weeks, I think about four or five weeks of that event, he was opening up his first coaching program. And uh, obviously, this was a massive, massive decision. I was at a point where I had less than anything. Yeah. But I, I was looking and I knew how much it was going to be. I'm sure it was like a thousand bucks. And I could just manage with all the, the final bit of credit I had, I just managed to get into that program. And, you know, for me, looking at it at that stage, you know, this was my rock bottom moment. This was a point where I had no other choice but to listen and do this now. I think I'd had so much flexibility because I could lay my hands on more credit, more money over those first four years. And being in that position, I finally had a plan. And, and I think this was one of the biggest, my biggest first lessons of getting the right help from the right people is if you're in a point where you might think you, you've got, you've heard the information that you need. You might feel like you know what you should be doing, but it's just not happening. Yeah. And that's where I was back then is I'd, I'd consumed information for years, but nothing was happening. Not a single thing. I'd not made one sale in four years, nothing. And so what that first did for me and what this guy like did for me was to finally put me on a path where I finally learned what I needed to do. I finally learned, I finally got to take all these concepts that I'd heard about traffic generation, building an email list, email marketing, all these concepts that I'd bought courses on products on, but hadn't materialized into me learning how to actually do it or how the pieces fit together. I'd say that that opportunity and that guy, that mentorship put me on a path where just taking all that had confused me for so long and putting the dots together I went from four years of nothing happening to within eight months, I left my day job. Wow. You know, so that was the, like, I, I can never, ever forget that experience in my whole life because I, I, I was, I was just like we spoke about. We told the example at the beginning, I used to see opportunities to get mentoring and help and think it was expensive or not needed. And you, you, you're somebody, James, that has, has highlighted to me this opportunity cost. You know, if you don't do that or if you make that decision or don't make that decision, what is the potential cost of not doing this? We always yeah. look at the cost of doing it, don't we? The cost to join yeah. the program, the cost to join and get a mentor. But what if you don't? 
And for me, I could look at it and say, four years, I didn't get anywhere. Spent that money, invested in myself. Eight months later, I'm now full-time running my own business. You know, so I, I, I have to constantly, I, I mentioned the guy in my book until the day probably I die, I will talk about how, you know, Alex changed my life. So that was, that was my first real experience of that happening back then. That's amazing. That's, that's a crazy story. I don't yeah. even know. I didn't even know that you were like that broke that you were like, yeah, unable to oh. afford food at the event. Yeah. Oh no, it was it was bad. I was I was very fortunate that when I got to that event and I actually just sort of sitting around in the bar, I ended up sitting with a bunch of marketers, you know, and bearing this time of me, these are like idols. It's like, oh my God, like I've seen you on the internet. Like, yeah. you know, I'm sitting there all weird. And thankfully, you know, they just kept putting drinks and things in front of me. So I kind of <laughs> I got through the event. I didn't know how I would. And I think that's the point, really. That's the big lesson here is like when I arrived there, I didn't know that that would happen. Yeah. And but I was still willing to go and still willing to put myself in that situation because I wasn't figuring it out on my own. It had gone from like, I thought I could, to it's clear I can't. And what am I now going to do to change that? And that was that step. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I think uh, so. So my sort of first experience like that, I uh, was a little bit different. Um, I had I had decided to leave my corporate job. And, it, and I had a great, great job. Like one of these jobs where, you know, I could have stayed in that company. It was big enough company, stayed there for the rest of my career, had advancement. You know, I, I already had a big position and everything and, right. and it just didn't feel right for me to stay there anymore. I was like, ah, like I don't, I don't belong here. I have another path that I need to take. And so, you know, you go from, you know, a, a gravy job where you're making multiple six figures a year right. to, well, I'm just going to leave that and <laughs> <laughs> sort of see what happens. It, right. It's, uh, it's scary. Yeah. You know, and I, it was, uh, it was very scary. And, um, I had uh, a couple of years earlier been, uh, been exploring, you know, going to, uh, going to business school and I had visited, you know, some of the top business schools and, I was kind of at a point where if I left my job and went to business school, I would have had two years without income paid for business school. And then when I left, I would have been making less money than I was already making in my current job. Right. And so Sounds I was, great. yeah. So I was like, I was sort of uh, frustrated by, by the situation. It was like something that I wanted to do, but it didn't like economically, I I couldn't make it, make sense in my mind. Right. And so I was at, I was at an event. Um, and, uh, it was, I don't think it was like a pitch fest event, but it wasn't too much beyond that. Right. right. And, and so they said at this event and I was there, uh, I was there with my ex-wife at the time and, um, they said, Hey, you know, the, uh, the rich dad from rich dad, poor dad, like the guy who was the rich dad is going to be speaking at this upcoming event called gorilla business school. And, right. and I was just like, what? Like I read, I read that book in college when I couldn't afford to buy it. And I'd go to Barnes and Noble and I'd like read it and put it back on the shelf. Cause I couldn't pay for anything. And so this book had like always had like this sort of meaning for me. And I heard that this guy was like a real guy. And I was like, what the actual F and they were like, oh yeah, it's going to be like $3,000 to go to this next event. And I was like, no way am I paying $3,000 to go, go to another event. And, um, 
And so, uh, so my ex-wife was like, you just need to go. I was like, okay. And, uh, so I went, you know, it was months later, finally went and there he is. And the guy's name is Keith Cunningham. He's super brilliant guy, a very successful business owner. And he got up and I was in a room of, I don't even know, a thousand people, 2000 people. It was a big room. Yeah. And And I was just mesmerized by what he was talking about. And just his mastery of like this, like the business side of business. And, um, and I, and I just thought to myself, man, I, I want to know how to think about business like that guy. Right. And, and so then he made an offer at the end of his thing and he was like, oh, I got these courses and, you know, um, and he's not a hard pitch man or anything like that. He's just kind of like casual about it. He's like, yeah, right. I got these courses. If you want to keep learning with me. And I was like, yeah, I do. And I ran <laughs> to the back of the room. I didn't know how much it was going to be. And I looked at the order form and for all the courses that I want to take was like $9,000. <laughs> and, and I wanted to throw up on the spot and, <laughs> and I, and I did it anyway. And wow. I was just like, Oh my God, I can't believe I just did that. Now I got like all this additional, like, like new stress and from like, what did I just do? Am I out of my mind? Am I crazy? <laughs> and so I, I took course with, with him for a few years and learned sure. a ton. And now I'm at the point where I was leaving my job at HSBC and we got to know each other a little bit. And I sent him an email and I said, Hey, you know, I'm leaving my job. Um, and I want to know if we can talk. So he gets on the phone with me, wow. which, which is like, uh, I thought was awesome. And told him what was up. And he, uh, he's like, well, what are you going to be doing? And I, I told him some ideas that I had and he invited me to be part of this small mastermind group that he had where it was like him and eight people. Right. And I was just like, "Whoa, like, I don't like, am I ready for that? I don't know. <laughs> and whatever. And it, and same, same that you said earlier, it was like $25,000 investment at the time. And here I am quitting my job. I don't know where my, my income's going to come from, you know, any of this other stuff. And I signed up anyway. Ooh, and, nice. um, and I think that was honestly one of the best decisions that I could have ever made because when I left my job and I did wind up, uh, you know, kind of forming a partnership and ultimately didn't work out, but the, the support that I got from Keith, the thinking that I got from him and the community that I got from that group. Um, I'd say is probably without exaggeration, if I hadn't been part of that group, um, when that partnership deteriorated and you know, that I didn't really have yeah. anything, there's a good chance. I probably would have just gone back and gotten another corporate job. Right. And, and it was because those guys there were just like showing me what was possible and, and helping me learn and holding a new standard and a new frame and mm. all these different things. And so for me, like the entire, you know, the entire experience was invaluable, like yeah. to, to have that level of support and that guidance and, you know, not to mention like the actual things that I learned, but just that experience, uh, was transformative. And, you know, I had, uh, I had the good fortune of being able to work with him in that capacity for, uh, you know, for years right. and, and learn so much, um, that, uh, that, you know, you, you kind of can't ever go back to how you were right before, yeah. right. Like it changes you permanently. And that was, uh, you know, that was one of those 
key and formative experiences uh, for me. And, you know, so like we're talking about, you know, things to be grateful for. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm forever grateful that I got to be part of that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And isn't it, isn't it funny? You know, I was just thinking as you were saying there and, and I started thinking, actually, I think this might be true of every time I've been a part of something like this. Like, isn't it funny that more often than not, the biggest thing that you come away from it with isn't always what you thought you were joining to get. Yeah. You know, like I, I, like I, you know, go into certain masterminds or situations and you think, well, this is the exact help I need. And not that you don't get that, but actually the biggest beneficial things that come out of some of these opportunities that you put yourself into, you could have never predicted before you went into them. Like, I'm sure, you know, you didn't go into that, like, okay, maybe I'll find a partnership and this and that. No, you, you went into it for your own reasons. You know, I, you know, I didn't go into, uh, Russell's in a circle mastermind and think, you know what, I'm going to find somebody to create the best podcast in the world. It just happened. Right. Yeah. You know, and sometimes these things do, right? Yeah. Yeah. What podcast was that, by the way? I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> just another one I've got in about 40 minutes. If we could just hurry this one up. <laughs> right. All right. We'll wrap this up. Yeah. I think you're right though. And I think one of the, that's, that's an important point because you don't know what you don't know. Yes. Right. right. And so you you, you know, if you're just looking for courses you're only looking for what you think you need, mm, but yeah. you may not know the thing that you actually need. That's the other step to the puzzle, right? right? You know, so, so many people that I, uh, I see now and I, uh, and I think everybody's looking for, you know, their business strategy or their marketing strategy or whatever. And all those things are insanely important, mm. but, um, but so many people are really lacking the mindset required yeah. to succeed. And, uh, and, and so above the, you know, business education and learning about all those things, you know, the, the one thing I got from that first group was a, like a real level up on my mindset, right. A, yeah. le a real level up on my way of thinking. And I would have never gone searching for that. Right. You know, I would have never sought that out and said, Hey, you know what I need? I need, I need, I need a better mindset because my mindset's holding me back. I just thought, oh, I need, I need to make more sales or I need to do this or that. Right. And so you get by, by surrounding yourself, not only with a great coach or a great mentor, but other people, you wind up filling in the cracks and, and, you know, kind of for the yeah. things that you really need so yeah. that the things that you want are built on a stable foundation. Um, and I think that's something that, is virtually impossible to do for yourself because you don't know what you don't know. And you've, we all have blind spots. And, uh, so I think that's a really, really good point. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, uh, I'm just looking at the time running by here. I'm guessing we could do like six shows of people. So, I mean, I just, um, I just mentioned one there. I think, I think this would come from us both. Uh, I'm sure. And that is, you know, both you and I were a part of Russell Brunson's inner circle mastermind. Yep. Um, and I got to say that was tremendously valuable for me in so many ways, not even from the sense of, and I don't mean this negatively, but, you know, I joined that mastermind just for Russell. Like I want to get his advice. Yeah. What I failed to understand, again, you don't know what you don't know. Going into that a mastermind type environment, what I didn't expect that actually I would get equal, if not more out of that from other people as well. Right. 
you know, from the advice that was coming to me from the other people that were part of that program, from the friendships that have been formed, from the opportunities that have come about, you know, the things that happened and transpired, like we, we, we could, as much as we joke, this podcast would not ed- exist if you and I weren't in that opportunity together, if we didn't do that. Um, I've had opportunities as, as I know you have of, you know, doing things with Russell, you know, being on stage, being able to teach his audience and share some of what we know again, because I'm sure we put ourselves in that situation. And I, I will, I will always, always be grateful to Russell. I, I, I can't, you know, I can't, you know, I can't even quantify kind of quite how much he helped me both as a person. Again, I think the mindset thing is huge. Like you've said, I don't think anyone really sits down and think, oh, the mindset is what I need help with. A lot of times people go after other stuff and realize that it's the mindset they need. And I, and I think, you know, that I got a tremendous amount of help with that. I got a tremendous amount from the people he was able to introduce me to and the friendships and everything that was formed. And I think that was one of the most, uh, quite potentially one of the greatest things that I've, you know, been able to come away with so much, so much more than what I went into it with. Oh yeah. I, I completely agree with you on that. Um, in particular, I think, you know, there was so many different, so many different facets to that, right? right? It was, it was the, the learning of, you know, really like next level, you know, marketing strategies and customer acquisition strategies and, and, uh, you know, and kind of marketing psychology and things and things like that on, on one hand, but then there's, you know, being, uh, being in a room with people who are all about that and, yeah. and developing those friendships and so many friendships, um, uh, from that mastermind in particular have become really, really meaningful and important friendships in my life. Right. right? You know, we're, you know, day after tomorrow, we're, uh, flying somewhere to, you know, meet some friends from that mastermind for like a long weekend. And it's, I didn't know you were coming over. Well, I was, I'm, well, I'm not sure I am. I have to learn how to build an airplane first. Right. Yeah. So I'll be there. So I'll figure, I'll be there as soon as I figure that out. Um, (laughs) but yeah, the, you know, the relationships and, and the, you know, the thing that we talked about earlier about, you know, not having to be the one who figures everything out on your own. Well, now, now you're in a room with, you know, dozens of people right who have like this skill and that skill and this one and that one and you're developing these relationships you'd be like hey like how how are you doing that right right and and yeah. and learning from people who are actually doing things and making uh making a change and so uh yeah I, I, inner circle was a a tremendous experience um one that i certainly wouldn't trade for any amount of money if you if you offered me hey you can go back but i'm going to pay you you know X million dollars, I'd be like, nah, keep, keep the money. I'm going to, I'm going to keep this experience. It's way more valuable. Right. And isn't that, and isn't that funny? Like some, you know, going back, you know, I remember, like I say, the first time I had the opportunity to join, I walked away to think about it Yeah, for a bit because it was 25 K or whatever it was. I, I think I joined right at the beginning. I think it ended up double plus that price, but at that stage, you know, that was expensive. Yet what you've just said there is you could offer me a million dollars, $2 million, to go back and take away everything that I got from that opportunity and I would flat out refuse. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's coming back to that opportunity cost thing again, right? To you, that was worth seven figures. At least. So the investment now, 25K, 50K to join. Oh my gosh, that's a lot of money. No, actually it was worth a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think making that choice, you know, um, you know, cause that, you know, was, it was an investment in the thing that I did with Keith 
It was an investment thing I did with Russell. I've done other ones as well. And, you know, making that choice, I think you have to have some degree of faith, right? right. Like I have done, you know, there's, you never are going to know everything that you need to know in order to make a decision to move forward. Right. Never. Yeah. Right. Like the only way hindsight is the only thing that's 2020, but by then it's too late. Right? right. And so you've got to look at it and say, all right, well, what are the odds here? Like, what are the odds? You know, um, you know, if I make this investment and I get, you know, a few, a few new clients from something that I learned, or I make this investment and somebody's able to teach me something, or I make this, you know, investment and I become a better person for this and have a stronger mindset and more focus and inspiration. It's like not a lot has to go right in yeah. order for you to recover that investment. And we're, right. and that, and we're talking like a higher level thing, but if we're talking about a lower level thing, you know, uh, you know, $500 to be part of a group or a thousand dollars to be part of a group or 5,000 or whatever, it's like, how much do you really need right. in order for that to have proven it was a wise investment? Right. Yeah. And, you know, and every now and then you're going to hit a dud. Yeah. Right. And, but, but even with the dud, you're probably still doubling or tripling the investment that you made. Yeah. If, if you take what you're learning and you take the, the knowledge and the experience and you actually apply it into your business. Definitely. Definitely. And I think the thing is like you, you keep saying the word and it, it deserves to be focused in on that's investment. You know, it is an investment. And I think if you think like an investor, and I know this is probably something you could talk about, you know, for, for ages, James, because we've had conversations, but like, if you think about your business and think about coming in, doing things like this as an investment versus a cost, you yeah. approach things differently, you know, and, and, and what you've just perfectly said, like, you know, sometimes it's not going to work out sometimes, you know, even you could take the best investor, you know, like Warren Buffett, I bet he doesn't have a win on hundred percent of his stocks or investment. No. You know, he, he makes duds, but overall he wins and he wins yeah. massively. And I think if you approach your business and, and what we're talking about here in that same mentality and you make the most of every opportunity, then you should win more than you don't. And it should overall still be a well worth off investment that you're doing. Absolutely. And, and when you're, you know, when you're looking at investments that, you know, that pay off, the, the reason that I like the investments that we're talking about here about, you know, investing in coaches and mentors and masterminds and groups and, and things like that is because you're, you're making an investment in yourself. Right. And I had, uh, uh, I had a neighbor growing up and we didn't, we didn't have, uh, we didn't have very much money at all. And this guy lived a little bit up the road and he was like building this mansion. And I was just like, who the heck is this guy? Like, how's he got so much money? And so I went and I, I worked for him. And just like doing like, you know, labor, right? Like, you right. know, paint, painting and, you know, sweeping the construction site and just like all, all sorts of things. Just so like, you know, maybe five minutes a day, I could talk to this guy and bend his ear about like, right. how the hell are you doing this? Right. Because <laughs> I had no idea. And one of the things he told me once that never left me, he said, the best investment you can ever make is in your own self and your own education. He said, nice. no matter what happens nobody can ever take that away from you. He's yeah. like, you, you can invest in, you know, property, you can invest in this or that, or the other thing He's like, everything else can be taken away. But if you invest in yourself, 
there's no way that anyone can take that from you. And I was just like, my mind was blown. (laughs) And, and I think that, you know, I started, I started applying that, that thought process in a lot of different areas because if the more you continue to invest in yourself, the more capable you're going to be of creating what you want to create. Right. Like, yeah, it's, it's a byproduct. What you create is a byproduct of what you are capable of. Yeah. And that's really worth hearing again, right? What you create is a byproduct of what you're capable of. And so then getting to the root of it is how do I become more capable? Yeah. And we become more capable by learning new things, but by surrounding ourselves with people who can teach us new things, change the way that we view the world and all these different things. And, you know, everything that we just talked about, isn't it amazing, you know, that we, you know, spent, you know, we're in inner circle for years, right? So 25 grand a year, whatever it was over a period of years, like we wouldn't exchange that for 10, 20 times that amount of money. Right. Right. Like that's like, because that the capability is developed. And, um, and so, you know, I think, I think, you know, for, for me today was just about sharing this concept and sharing a few names from each of us that have been massively helpful and, um, and, and hoping to, hoping to impress upon anyone who's listening. Don't, don't do it by yourself because that's a slow road, right? And and hire the best mentor and be part of the best group that you can possibly be part of to help you get to where you want faster and become a better human being and a better person along the way. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better. So I might not even try. (laughs) Yeah. Well, (laughs) but no, no. um, But no, in all seriousness. Yeah. I think, you know, like we said, there was no way possible in 60 minutes we could cover even probably half, even a quarter, even a tenth of the people that we would love to sort of mention here and talk about. But it really wasn't just about focusing on individual people. It was really about, you know, focusing on, you know, the the opportunity that's out there, the the things that you should be doing that can accelerate the growth of your business, can get you over the challenges you're facing and can move you forwards. And I think that is where this whole philosophy and mindset of investing in yourself can get you, you know, and I always just look at now, and this is again, like I say, James props to you, you've given me this mindset. You've helped me in this is to look at, you know, I look at things these days, no matter how much the cost is, no matter what the investment is, I will look at it and I say, well, if, if I get from this, what I hope to get from this, what is the upside? You know, and if I believe, for example, that, you know, if I could go back, if I believed that thousand dollars could help me quit my job, which meant men earning two, $3,000 a month, then is it worth $1,000 if I can get that outcome? If the answer is yes, and there's a good degree of chance, then go for it. Okay? Yeah, so- no, and I, I think that's absolutely right. And um, and on that note, we are uh, we are getting pulled off of the show because it's our, t- our time is up. Um, <laughs> but we appreciate you guys listening. Um, drop us a comment, leave us a, leave us a note, let us know what you got from this episode, what you're going to do to invest in yourself. Uh, we wish you the very best. We will see you guys next time. For now, this is James P. Friel signing off with my esteemed co-host, Mr. Dean Holland, from another episode of Just the Tips. (laughs) We'll talk with you guys later. See you, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipsshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, 
visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to go from being a hustling entrepreneur to an effective CEO, capable of running your company without being stuck in the day-to-day, visit me for free training and resources at jamespfreel.com. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License.